Greetings, Elseworld citizens. Welcome back to a giant size episode of the Elseworld Citizen Podcast. I am your host, TJ Aquilina, and you can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter on else at Elseworld Citizen. And you can follow us on Anchor, the official home of the Elseworld Citizen Podcast. You can also find the podcast on your favorite podcast sites such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Breaker, you name it, we are on it. And if you're one of the, your Stitcher subscribers, you can also find the Elseworld Citizen Podcast on Stitcher. Thank you everyone for joining us today on this giant size episode. It is a San Diego Comic-Con recap, a sad bit of a recap for the DC comic side, but nonetheless, we're going to go through some news that I've got pulled together for us. First up, is a bit of Elseworld-inspired news. It is Tales from the Dark Multiverse. One of the unique things that DC Comics has started to do with their publications is with the change, the change coming in 2020, where they're getting rid of all their imprints, even, uh, sadly, Vertigo, and they're kind of starting to create titles for their different ongoing series throughout their month-to-month or week-to-week publications. And one of the newer ones that just got announced was Tales from the Dark Multiverse. We have Year of the Villain, which is currently going on, uh, where the rogues uh, gallery of the entire DC universe is kind of finally coming into fruition, really taking a stand and starting to hold their own against the heroes. This one, on the other hand, is a journey to the Dark Multiverse, the multiverse that was discovered in... Uh, DC Metal, which was featured on the show just this past month, where I talked about the uh, deluxe edition that I got from my local library. Well, we are exploring new alternate takes on familiar stories, and first one is one of the greats. It is the death of Superman, but told from the dark multiverse, and the description is as follows. In a broken world much like our own, Lois Lane, twisted by rage and grief over the Man of Steel's death, becomes the Eradicator, taking revenge on those who let Superman die and the corrupt world he could never defeat. Now, with the power of a god, she's going to end the never-ending battle by any means necessary, halting the reign of the Superman before it even begins. And this is uh, this news is brought by Screen Rant. So thank you to the writers over there for uh, reporting on this new publication by DC. The story is going to be uh, done by Jeff Loveness, Brad Walker, and Andrew Hennessy. Uh, I am very excited for this. The current cover art for this is absolutely beautiful. It takes on a lot of inspiration from the death of Superman, especially with the look of Lois Lane, because she has a spray-painted S on her suit, uh, the Superman S, I mean, and her cape is the torn battle-damaged cape that Superman uh, had during his fight with Doomsday. And if you know the old-school art of the death of Superman, you know that the classic image is of the cape torn to bits on a flagpole or on a piece of metal just flying in the breeze. And it's um, her cape and the logo is very reminiscent of that original logo. Uh, so I'm very excited about this. This is something that I always like seeing. I like seeing original, almost anthology-like content coming out of DC. You know, guys, as an Elseworld citizens, 
you know that these are the kind of stories I'm going to always lean towards. There might be other stuff like Year of the Villain, which is a very interesting storyline. But again, it is part of the fuller canon, so I'm not always going to feature it on the show. I'd rather feature one-shot stories that you guys can go to your comic book shop, pick up and enjoy as they are, and put it back down, move on to the next comic. Because as fun as it might be to go week to week or month to month on these big-issued stories, we only have so much money we can spend on comics every week or every month. And because of that, I want to feature news that matters uh, in that aspect. So next up is one that is near and dear to my heart. It is Batman Curse of the White Knight. Now, you may have heard of uh, Batman, Sean Murphy's Batman White Knight, which came out last year. Uh, It just recently came out as a volume collection, which I own. And it is still right now one of my favorite Batman comics right now because it is a somewhat Elseworlds story. The Joker miraculously becomes sane again, or does he? And he starts to become involved in the politics, in the money, the corrupt cops, and he starts to fix the city the right way and calls out Batman for his, his shortcuts that he takes as a vigilante and takes the fight to Batman in many ways. And it's all in, in for the sake of trying to save the city from crumbling beneath its own feet. Uh, the following, and so Batman the Curse of the White Knight is the follow-up to the critically successful, uh, critically successful, excuse me, Batman White Knight by, Mur- by Sean Murphy. And it's putting a new spin on the upcoming series. The Joker is recruiting a new savage partner, an avenging angel named Azrael, to help him expose a shocking revelation about the Wayne family legacy. As Batman rushes to protect the city and his loved ones from this corrupt conspiracy, the Dark Knight will come face to face with the horrifying truth. Batman Curse of the White Knight is an eight-issue series by Sean Murphy and Matt Hollingsworth. It will release monthly. Uh, Check your local comic book shops for the debut issues if you want to do that, or you can do it like me. Wait eight months and get the volume collection, which basically means we're going to get this by about spring of next year, spring 2020, which is fine with me. I love getting my Batman books in the spring. I, I'm I'm weird like that. I know a lot of you guys like to get Batman books around Halloween. It would be nice, but I'd rather wait and get the volume collection. Now, next up, DC returns to the world of legendary Red Rain with Secrets of Sinister House number one. DC's best-selling Halloween anthology series hits shelves October 2nd, 2019. The Secrets of Sinister House will feature a vampire Batman short from the classic Batman and Dracula Red Rain, written by Raphael Scavone and Raphael Albuquer- uh, Albuquerque, with art by Raphael Albuquerque. A Constantine story will also be featured, written by Brian Hill, with art by Alessandro Vitti. Paul Dini is also writing a 10-page Harley Quinn and Zatanna short uh, with art by C.N. Tormi. Uh, and it's a creepy bit on... There's a bit on The Atom, uh, which will be written by Dan Waters with art by Summit Kumar. And there's going to also be a Justice League's Dark story written by Robbie Thompson with art by Tommy Rainey and a classic haunted house short story, House of the Dead, written by John Lehman with art by Jorge Fornes. Uh, This is a book 
that I cannot wait for. This is the kind of anthology work that we love in the Elseworld citizen community. This is an awesome book. Coming out right around Halloween time, October. It's going to be really fun to pick this up on the 2nd of October. I cannot wait for it. We've got some indie news, though, so let's roll into the indie news. Uh, first up, we have November by Matt Fraction. Uh, this is a, all of, it's a noir book. It's about normal folks in noir environments. It is inspired by Matt Fraction's own personal experiences of witnessing a holdup uh, across the street from his house where there were firearms, uh, guns went off, and people were, the, the, the uh, gunman was apprehended, but the author found a gun in his front yard that the cops had forgotten to grab. So he was inspired to take this a little further, spin it into some fiction, and say, what would happen if an event like this happened to normal people? Uh, this is scheduled to be released on November 6th. It is a graphic novel, so it is not an issue to issue. It is simply one book uh, because Fraction is technically a novelist, uh, novel writer before being a comic book writer, so he wants to do it all in one book. Next up, we have Boom Studios. Uh, this is older. This is coming from July 2nd, uh, but I really wanted to feature this because I think you guys will li like to hear about it. So Boom Studios, uh, Studios is partnering with Little Brown Books for Young Readers. They are creating a Goldie Vance uh, anthology book. It is going to be written by Lillian Rivera. Uh, Goldie Vance, The Hotel Who Done It. It is about a story about uh, this hotel where Goldie and her mother work, um, or where her mother works, uh, is taken over by a Hollywood movie set. Uh, and when a diamond-crested swimming cap goes missing from the set, the prime suspect is Goldie's mother, Sylvia, who is a professional mermaid. Uh, it's up to the 16-year-old aspiring detective to solve the case and clear her mother's name. This is scheduled to release in May of 2020. And then next up, we also have one that's due out in the fall of 2020. And this is a first book uh, that is uh, based on the young adult novel series on Fence, uh, the ongoing graphic novel series that was created by C.S. Picot and uh, Johanna the Matt which follows Nicholas Cox, Seji Katayama, and their boarding school fencing team. The series is all about the world of fencing, the elegance, the danger, and the high stakes of what's essentially a combat sport, Picot previously told the Times. This is coming out of the LA Times. Uh, it's also very much about the characters and all the things that sports narrators can bring out in them, like intense rivalries, lifelong friendships, as well as romance between teammates. In addition to romance and athletic competition, the series addresses class and other issues teens deal with as they are growing up. The Fence series will officially launch on September 1st, 2020, with its first book written by Demon's Lexicon trilogy author Sarah Rees Brennan. Um... So these are books that have either been previously published, and it's just it's just re-envisioning re the stories, and it is uh, really exciting. I absolutely enjoy it. Um, also, just a note: we do have some black label uh, books that are going to be coming out in the future as well that are announced for 2020. Um, one is going to be a Joker book, and then uh, there's, I believe, another one that's going to be Wonder Woman. We uh, still don't know what the title of the Wonder Woman will be, but I'm hoping that we'll get more news about that soon. 
Also on the docket, we got some sneak peeks and some news out of San Diego Comic-Con about animated movies. First one is Superman Red Sun. Uh, basic premise, it's a what if about like, what if Superman and the heroes we know didn't originate out of America? What if they originated out of Russia? And not only that, but taking place before World War II. So their character origins are all before World War II, how that influences World War II and how that influences Earth as it develops through the history that we sort of knew. And it's their own interpretation. That uh, animated film is slated to come out sometime next year. We also had a look at Wonder Woman Bloodlines, which is a YA novel that is also going to be developed into a graphic novel sometime this fall, and it's now getting an animated feature. Uh, well, not feature, but animated either straight to DVD or streamed. And we got a look at some of the animated art, and we got a look at some of the cast. Very excited. Um, however, it looks like it's a reboot of the Wonder Woman origin story. So it's going to... Uh, it, it talks a little bit about the origin of her of Diana, uh, her growing up, and then her facing these villains after rescuing uh, the her love interest, uh, her lover interest. <clears throat> uh, excuse me. So that's about what I've got for uh, San Diego Comic Con and the news that came out. We have one last big news, which was the indie spotlight from last week, which was James Bond, the comic book by Dynamite Comics is officially getting another reboot. Um, it is dropping the 007 and is simply going to be called James Bond. Uh, they launched The original launch was in 2015 with Warren Ellis and Jason Masters, uh, and it was a very classic approach to the character. This new one is going to be launched in December of this year, and there's going to be more details coming out in the coming weeks and months. Um, it was announced and then uh, via like a quote-unquote redacted press release as like the governments do when they're trying, if like they release uh, redacted documents of government. So it's very much inspired of the spy style. Uh, the, the creative team will be headed by Vida Ayala and Danny Lohr uh, as writers and Eric Gapster on interior art, and Justice League artist Jim Chung on covers. Uh, Ayala is known is a known quantity uh, as a writer for comic fans, having worked on both Marvel and DC. They are known for their creative own series, The Wilds, as well as Black AF, and the Valiant Entertainment series Livewire. Lore, meanwhile, has just launched their first creator-owned title with Vault Comics, Queen of Bad Dreams, and has worked as an editor and in speculative prose fiction. Uh, notably, both are non-binary creators of color being placed in charge of a character almost infamously representative of white, straight, male privilege. So, long story short, Dynamite realized that it, they had... James Bond being told once again from a white perspective. So after almost four years of that being the case, 
They want to change it up. They want to give fresh new perspective, and I agree with that. I think it's a great move. Uh, To tie into this news, we recently learned that the next James Bond film is actually not going to be about our 007. It looks like Bond might be either misplaced from his position or he moved up. He moved up into 008, and now he might may may very well be training the next 007, who will be a female black woman. So this is very exciting, especially since it's taking place in Jamaica. It's taking place where the books were written, and it's going to finally be what many think is the last hurrah for Daniel Craig in the role of James Bond. So, uh, you know, I'm excited for that, and I'm excited for this news uh, coming out of comic books for James Bond. I think it's no coincidence that it's timed very close within each other, and I just think it's a good step in the right direction. Um, So I also wanted to talk with you guys real brief about how you can reach out to the show. I know there's a handful of us that listen right now. They're in the Elseworld community. But nonetheless, I would love to hear some of your guys' questions, inquiries, or comments. And you can do so by writing to the show. You can write to us at elseworldcitizen at gmail.com. You can also send in voice messages via the Anchor app. It's 100% free. It will not cost you a penny. Download the Anchor app. Go to Elseworld Citizen Podcast through the app you will find at the top of the page a voice message option where you can have your question featured right here on the show. Or even if it's a comment, it can be featured right here on the show and I can answer it for you. We can have a conversation. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're still enjoying the show. I know I am. I love coming to you guys talking about news of comics, comics themselves. It's been a bit of a news-focused couple of episodes for this week, but I promise comics are coming around the corner. Thank you guys once again. Have a great rest of your week. August is just around the corner, so for those of you prepping for school again, brace yourself. Don't worry. Christmas will come faster than you know, and so will more comics. So have an Elseworlds state of mind. Have a good one, guys, and I'll catch you all on Monday.